It's Friday, April 8th, and this is Good Will Talk Daily. Well, we are finishing up our week here in 2 Timothy, and uh, we're going to be heading towards Palm Sunday. Palm Sunday this Sunday. Can you believe that Holy Week is already upon us? Cannot wait for our Holy Week festivities. Head over to goodwillchurch.org and learn about what's being offered every single night. Saturday is the only day we're not doing something here at Goodwill Church. So head to goodwillchurch.org and check out our Holy Week calendar. Cannot wait to be with you during uh, the Holy Week celebrations over this next week. Today, 2 Timothy chapter 2, and we are going to be in uh, verses 16 through 19. 16 through 19. But avoid irreverent babble, for it will lead people into more and more ungodliness, and their talk will spread like gangrene. Among them are Hymenaeus and Philetus, who have swerved from the truth, saying that the resurrection has already happened. They are upsetting the faith of some. But God's firm foundation stands, bearing this seal. The Lord knows who are his. And let everyone who names the name of the Lord depart from iniquity. Wow. God's firm foundation stands. We're going to look at the seal and its inscriptions starting next week. But before we do, I just want to think about these few verses. God's firm foundation stands. Oh, man. You know, there are a whole lot of false teachings out there, aren't there? We've been looking at one this week, this idea that the resurrection had already taken place in its fullness. It was taking a partial truth and making it the whole truth, right? It is partially true. We have, in one sense, already been raised with Christ and seated with, well, um, seated with him in heavenly places. That's what we learn in Ephesians 2 and Romans 6 and Colossians 3. But it is only a partial truth. Hymenaeus and Philetus were teaching a partial truth as a whole truth, and that is a wonderful way to end up at heresy. Heresy can often cloak itself as truth by using a partial truth, but then treating a partial truth as the whole truth and shipwrecking your faith. Here's the thing, though. No matter what false teaching is thrown at the gospel of God, God's firm foundation stands. It stands. Nothing can destroy the gospel of Jesus Christ. You know, there's a lot of talk among some and in some corners of the church, and, and sometimes it can show up here at Goodwill Church if we're not careful. We can talk about things as if they are threats to the gospel. Now, there are absolutely threats to people's spiritual health. That's true. There are a whole lot of things that can make us spiritually sick. whole lot of things that we have to be careful of. Because here's the deal. Here's the deal. If we are not careful, our spiritual health can absolutely deteriorate. we got to be careful about that. However, the gospel itself is never under threat, ever. 
The gospel is true because God has accomplished what he's accomplished in Christ. The gospel is true because the Holy Spirit takes what Jesus did and applies it to people's lives. The gospel is true because God cannot be defeated by any false teaching that can be thrown his way. Hymenaeus and Philetus are left in Scripture as examples to us of the futility of false teaching in the face of the gospel. I know I'm preaching a little bit this morning, but it's Friday, and I'm excited to head into the weekend, Holy Week, right around the corner. So I'm going to preach a little bit. Brother and sister Christian, do not, do not fear for the safety of the gospel. God's firm foundation stands. And so, what does that mean for us? Two things. Do not get caught up in trying to defend or protect the gospel. Instead, get caught up in trying to defend and help the spiritual health of those who are around you. The threat is not to the gospel. There is, however, a threat to our brothers and sisters and to their own spiritual health. There are many things, sinful things, that can get in the way of our own spiritual condition. False teaching can do that. False teaching doesn't threaten the gospel. False teaching threatens the person who hears it. Now, I think maybe sometimes when people say that there's a threat to the gospel, that's what they mean, but it's really important that we understand what we're talking about here. There is no threat, brother and sister Christian, to the gospel, but there is a threat to us if we're not careful. We got to be careful. And we have the privilege of protecting one another. The world's throwing all kinds of stuff at us, all kinds of false teachings that can mess us up, all kinds of false teachings that can trip up our faith. This is why we have to routinely return back to the gospel. What is the gospel? Let's look back just a little bit in 2 Timothy chapter 2. We looked at this a few weeks ago. Remember, Jesus Christ, raised from the dead, descended from David. Salvation in Christ because of his resurrection, entrance into the kingdom of God where we live out our Christian life. That is the gospel. We must cling close to that because many false teachings will come our way. Sometimes they will be directly attack, attacking the resurrection, or the idea of the kingdom. We must be very careful about this. Those things remain firm. No matter what attack is thrown their way, but we can get tripped up. And so we have the privilege of protecting one another. That's the second thing. We don't want to get caught up in trying to protect the gospel as if it needs protection, but we do want to get caught up in protecting one another from the false teachings that are out there. And the way we do that is by leaning us back into the gospel, the identity of Christ, his resurrection power, and the kingdom of God on earth as it is in heaven, a kingdom that he has established, a kingdom that is here, and that will come again in its fullness on the final day, just like our resurrection. It is here, but it is also not yet. The kingdom is here, and it is also not yet. Let's protect one another.
by not getting involved in irreverent babble that ruins people's faith. Let's not indulge in teachings that would spread like gangrene, but let us keep coming back to these simple questions. Who is Jesus? What does it mean to live a resurrection life? And how are we faithful citizens in the kingdom of God? These are the most basic questions, and I'll be honest, they are difficult questions to live out faithfully, difficult questions to answer in our everyday lives. Let's focus there. Encourage one another. And as we're focused there, as we're focused on the identity of Christ, on the resurrection life, and on life lived in the kingdom as citizens of our King, Jesus Christ, as we focus on that, we will find that false teaching becomes less and less effective in the ears and in the hearts of the followers of Jesus Christ. Why? Because that is God's solid foundation, his firm foundation for us. The gospel of Jesus Christ is where we can stand with confidence. Let's protect one another by continually pointing one another back to that gospel. Let's pray. Father, we thank you that no matter what false teaching comes along, your gospel stands, your foundation stands firm. We thank you for that because that is where we find our confidence to be able to protect one another because we don't have to protect the gospel. It is no fragile thing, but it has withstood false teaching after false teaching, generation after generation. The gospel has remained firmly standing as true. And so let us stand on that foundation of the gospel, Lord, and protect one another by leaning us more and more back to the truth of who you are, Jesus, our Messiah, God in the flesh, who died for our sins and rose again that we might have eternal life with you forever. As citizens of your kingdom, help us to live as those citizens now. Lord, would that capture our hearts, we pray. And would we be so captured by the glory of the gospel that false teaching becomes less and less and less effective in our lives and in our church. We love you. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, thanks for indulging me a little bit of preaching. I am a preacher after all. I hope you've enjoyed this time in 2 Timothy. We'll be back again next week. But until then, Palm Sunday, this Sunday, hope to see you there. God bless you from Good. We'll talk daily. We'll see you again on Monday.